to 35% on auto insurance with the experts at Golden West Insurance Services. Conveniently located at Golden West Credit Union. We'll take care of you. There are nights in the NBA where you're just superior. And for the first two nights of this road trip, the Jazz have been the ones with the supreme talent. Ahead to Ruby on the right side with his hair bobbing in a high right hand dribble. Terminates, has favors down low, and he packed it with authority. Took all the eggs and all the bacon. Tonight, the Young Hawks bring two rising stars to the table. The guard, Trey Young. Back out to Trey on the right wing. Now Trey drives in the lane. A floater is good, and he got fouled on the play. Count the basket. Trey Young with a chance at a three-point play. The Jazz, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are here to shorten the flight. Donovan coast to coast to the window, switching right to left. That's a cup and finishing. 70 to 58, he's gonna go right hand on the right side, and they cut it off and he had to switch and go left hand on the left side. Donovan Mitchell with 12 points. Donovan Mitchell goes up high with a right hand and packs it, came around on a pick and roll, hesitated, defense parted like the Red Sea, and he rose up and packed it. On the first side, then finds Rudy on the roll, and he dunks it in a foul, what a nifty play. From downtown Atlanta, it's the Jazz and the Hawks. Tip-off is now. David, what I'm looking for here tonight is the Jazz can keep the Hawks late in the shot clock. They want to score within eight seconds of the shot clock, and the Jazz would like to keep them in the bottom half of the eighth. Great note. Hawks are number two in pace of play. Jazz in their green uniforms get the opening tip. Opening play is a back cut for Joe Ingles. It goes off his fingertips and out of bounds. Ron, we've seen the shot chart of great guards be completely altered by the presence of Rudy Gobert. So Trey Young gets three shots a night at the rim, five shots in the paint non-restricted area. He takes two mid-range shots, and he takes six threes a night. The Jazz, the number one team in the league at not allowing threes. Let's see whether they impact Young. Here's Prince, actually used with a Jazz draft pick when acquired, and he gets in the mid-range, fades back, and hits. Hawks take the fourth most amount of threes in the league. The Jazz allow the fewest. That'll be a storyline as well. Donovan comes off a curl with a right-hand dribble into the window by Kevin Herter and lays it up and in. You were talking about Trey. Trey averages six attempts and two makes. He's had five games this year where he's made five threes in a game. Kevin Herter out out of Maryland, excuse me, steps out to the right side, fires a three. And hits Herter's a very good shooter. And she'll, will shoot often. Takes about seven a game. And he reaches in and fouls Donovan here. Hawks have some really nice young pieces that are beginning to meld together. They had a 20-game stretch this year where they were 500. They're 5-8 five and eight since the All-Star break. They're headed in the right direction. Ricky Rubio on the right wing. Bounces down low to Favors. He bodies into Collins who knocks it away and... Steal by John Collins. Trey Young to the front court with a sleeve on his left arm. He leaves it behind for Collins. Trailing three for the big man is no good, and the rebound comes to Rubio. I have Collins for three attempts. Fast favors, eight-foot right-hand floater up and in. Nice give by Ricky Rubio. Quinn Snyder thought just had a fabulous game in New York last night. Trey Young off that double stagger left to right. They run variations of it. Rolling down to the paint is Deadman. He loses it out of bounds. I believe that's big Kevin Cutler as the official there on the far side. Makes the call and 
That's our officials tonight. Zach Zarba, Kevin Cutler, and Brent Nansel. Can't you tell? Kevin Cutler is the biggest official that I've ever seen. 6'7". In the NBA. A teammate of Brian Russell at Long Beach State years ago. High pick and roll for Rubio. Comes off favors. Lobs it high to Derek, and he's going to take all the eggs. And all the bacon. I said all the eggs. And all the bacon. 6-2, Jazz. Picking apart the Hawks. Double stagger. Left to right. This is what Trey Young runs. Rubio on his... Back, kicks it out to the corner to Prince, steps to the corner to fire a tough three, and it's good. I think he's kind of the forgotten man on this team. Maybe not forgotten, but not one that you talk that often about. Well, I think as Joe Ingles gets open in the right corner and hits the three, Jazz had a franchise record 20 the other night. They hit that one. Joe Ingles for the season is at 38% again. Trey Young, left to right, double stagger, pick and roll. This is what they run. Out to Dedman, popping for three and hitting. So Atlanta, Trey Young will come up the left side of the floor, and he'll run off two picks left to right on almost every single play. That's that early eight seconds they like to get a shot off. Joe Ingles pushes off on Prince, the athletic Baylor Bear, teammate of Royce O'Neal's. Trey Young, by the way, has now tied Magic Johnson on the all-time rookie assist list. Left to right, double stagger. Favors shows, now switches on to Young. Young drives with the left hand, jump stops in the lane, puts up that in the paint floater, no good. We talked about it, he takes that shot in the paint about five times a night, he shoots 40% on it. Ricky Rubio, mid-range jumper left side, up and in, and the Jazz lead at 11-8. Redone, State Farm Arena, no longer Phillips Arena, now the State Farm Arena. What, 200 and over 200 million? Well done. Renovation. Prince kick out to Herter. Herter dr- runs off the three-point line, drives the lane, switches left to right, jump stops in the paint, flips it up and in. You gotta like his game. He's really good. He's really and that good. That play right there is what you like. The ability to put it on the deck and be strong and powerful enough to get that shot over Donovan. 11-10. Rubio off a Gobert pick. Deadman drops, kick up top to Favors. Left side to Mitchell. High pick and roll. Donovan driving, jump stops. He tries a floater, no good. Favors grabs the offensive rebound, can't follow. Herter clears. Herter on the right side of the floor with a red head and the red uniform, one hand, left hand pass, stolen by Ingles. Joe to the front court, still wearing the tape on his right fingers, gives to Rubio. Quick release, three in transitions, no good. Prince knocks Favors out of the way, taps the rebound. Here comes John Collins to the Hawk. Coast to coast driving, gets it swiped at by Ingles. Has to give it up to the top to Young. Young being forced to his left hand by Favors, he prefers his right. Bounce pass to Collins. Free throw line jumper, no good. Rebound the Jazz, who lead it 11-10. Ricky Rubio comes up the far side with a green uniform, green tights. The yellow Jazz note goes behind his back with a nifty move to a free throw to a baseline jumper that's no good, and Prince rebounds. Prince comes to the front court in a fast-paced game. Rises for three, hits! That's how the Hawks want to play. Fast tempo, quick shots, and getting him in transition, and Prince is a 39% three-point shooter. That's why you need to shoot a great percentage against this team. The Jazz at 53% in game one against this Hawks team. Favors, bypasses a free throw line jumper out to Rubio for a line drive three, which swirls in, and Ricky Rubio has hit two threes tonight. He had been really scuffling on that for a while. Rubio had missed eight straight above the break threes. Left to right, double stagger. Trey Young splits it this time, gets into the paint, floats it up and in, and Trey Young 
showing the versatility he has. They just gave the Hawks three points on the scoreboard, Ron, so it's only 15-14, not what the scoreboard says. Donovan slicing from the baseline, curls on Young, and scores it. Donovan was out on the left side, just took a straight line cut across the paint. Rubio found him, found him, and now Rubio fouls Trey Young in an early action, and we'll see whether he gets three free throws for that. Well, I don't think so. We have our first time out, and you can see how potent the offense of the Atlanta Hawks is and how much they've matured through the year early. 16-15, Jazz lead it by one on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash, Quinn Snyder. You know, New York hit some shots last night, you know, but I thought for the majority of the game, um, we didn't defend well the fourth quarter. We gave up 37 points. Um, and I'm never going to be happy with that. I don't want to relent on that because... It's just, it's easy to say, and it's true, you know, you've got a big lead, you let down. Um, but I want every every minute of every game for us to defend the right way and play the right way. And I think we can be better defensively, and that's, you know, I think that's what I want us to, to, to continue to think about and try to get better. The way you do that is to not be satisfied. And that's what this time of year is about. That's Quinn Snyder in your Jazz Sound Flash, brought to you by Newskin. Newskin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you at newskin.usa.com. Vince Carter checks in for the Hawks. The 42-year-old as Trey Young works his way into the paint, floats it up and in. Jay Crowder in the game for the Jazz, as is Royce O'Neal. And Trey Young gives the Hawks a 17-16 lead. He's got four points. He's in total control of the game. So impressive. Royce pops out up top, hands it right back to Rubio, tries to turn the corner, but they switch on it. Back inside to Gobert. Gobert at the elbow, hands the dribble handoff to Donovan. Left to right pick and roll. Donovan for a mid-range jumper. Fouled as he goes up for the shot by Brembury. Hits the shot. And Donovan will get a free throw. Well, it was sure neat before the game run. Donovan's shoe giveaway. He actually did two of them. The first one was to the daughter of his fourth grade teacher. I then got a chance to talk to his fourth grade teacher. Found out a few things. One, Donovan was class president at high school. Not so surprising. Donovan's personality then but I said in fourth grade was it clear that he was had the itch she said you know at that point he was really known for his athletic prowess and was beginning to understand that he also had the same classroom prowess and that was cool also but he was interested in being cool Prince <laughs> left side trying to work Donovan nice defense inside to Collins in the post quick turnaround hook shot top spins off the front rim to Gobert he said interested in being cool yeah but she saw the smarts, and then eventually he got interested in being both. Beautiful flip back to O'Neal by Donovan's Three ball from the angle right's no good. Vince Carter rebounds. Here's Young on the right side. Young driving. Gobert cuts him off this time. Young with a nifty dribble. Gobert releases, and he lays it up and in. Oh, Trey Young. What a move. Faked a pass out that got Gobert to release to his man and went through his own legs to bring it back and laid it up and in. Rubio driving on the smaller Young. Two defenders come to him. Kicks to O'Neal. Left corner three, no. Gobert offensive rebound off his hands out of bounds as John Collins continued to screen him out while he was trying to grab the rebound. Yeah, kind of took Rudy away from, from the basketball. Trey Young, six points, two assists already. Kyle Corver checks in. They had a nice little video tribute to Kyle during the timeout. Kyle has played the second most amount of games of anybody in NBA history drafted after pick 30 or 30 or beyond. Only Cliff Robinson. Trey Young, right side three, no good. Corver rebounds. 
We're now in the top 50 games played in NBA history. Donovan off a pick. They go under. He steps into it. He buries it. Donovan Mitchell with the three in Donovan's first quarter. Now 10 points. Second straight big first quarter for Donovan. Donovan averaging 28 a game over the last 30. Trey Young works in the lane. Ball fakes. Steps back. Misses the five-footer. But he's getting into the paint in a way most guys don't against the Jazz. Rebound comes down to O'Neal. Donovan. Rotates to Corver, ball fakes a three, back to Donovan, up by the old traditional Hawk logo here at State Farm Arena. Works into a mid-range jumper, it's no good. The Hawks are a drop big team, so that mid-range shot will be available to the Jazz all night. Vince Carter with the traditional white headband, hands it off to Young. Carter drives down the middle of the lane, loses his footing, and loose gets fouled by Jay Crowder. Vince Carter, the old Vince Carter, gets that same opportunity, and we are calling this something special but Vince Carter doesn't elevate the way he once did still quite an incredible career he was going to pass this basketball well, and they they're giving him a couple of shots out of this team foul on the Jazz just their second I would agree 1,472 games for Carter 42 years of age originally drafted in the 1998 NBA draft Fifth pick. And traded the Warriors. Golden State Warriors. Eight All-Star appearances, two All-NBAs, was the Rookie of the Year for the Raptors. And very much is responsible for the Canadian rise of basketball with that great Canadian team, Barrett at Duke now, and all the others we see in the league. He, Steve Nash gets a lot of credit, but it was really Vince Carter who comes behind Gobert, knocks it away. Ball gets deflected in the backcourt. Donovan has it, throws a no-look pass. that gets knocked away by Carter. Alex Len now in the game as center for the Hawks, picks it up and Trey Young comes the near side. Young behind the back pass to Vince Carter, quick release three's been on fire and he hits. Vince Carter's been shooting 52% from three in his last five games, hits the three in the timeout, Quinn Snyder. 2,216 threes now for Vince Carter in his career. Hawks lead it, 23-22, 3.27 left in the first on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz have won five straight by 15 or more. Tonight, they look to do the same by clipping the Hawks. But Trey Young has other ideas. Jazz trailing the Hawks 23-22. Tonight's program brought to you in part by Mark Miller Subaru. They want you to love your car buying experience. That's why they developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience commitment to Promise Price at either location or start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Hope you had a great day at work. Looks like the I-15 back up to the south is on its regular six o'clock performance. So if you're in that traffic, hope we give you some good news. How will Neto has checked in the game? That usually means good news. It's Neto with Corver, O'Neal, Favors, and Crowder. So Ingles has not come back in yet. This is Neto will run the pick and roll, work inside, get his pass knocked away and out of bounds. Alex Len, the former Atlanta Hawks, excuse me, the former Phoenix Suns, now picked up by the Atlanta Hawks, former fifth pick of the draft. Same pick as draft as Gobert. Nice player. Really developed into a nice player. It'll be interesting to see what he does in the offseason as a free agent. Well, and he has great size. Not only his height, but he has a... He has a Super length. length High pick and roll. Neto rolls off favors. Attacking Len. Gets caught in the air. Turns it over. Neto twice in a row affected by Len. Here comes Bembry. 
Bembry to the front court, curls out on the near side, crosses it back up to Lennon, who's developed a little bit of a three-point shot, is really not much of an offensive player, gives the dribble handoff to number 95, DeAndre Bembry, with a beautiful spin move and no finish, and Len tips it up and in over O'Neal, and back in, so Alex Len's much improved game showing. The Hawks wanted to do to the Jazz, keep them out of the paint. They're doubling Kyle Korver off the curl, so they give it over to O'Neal, who drives to the window from the 45 and scores. Boy, Royce O'Neal's rim play so improved this year. Royce up over 70% since January at the rim. Last year was just 50%, 25-24 Atlanta. Kent Bazemore is in a miserable slump, drives to the basket, gives to Lenny's foul from behind by Korver. As I was saying, they wanted to keep the Jazz out of the paint, but the Jazz are doing a terrible job of keeping them out of the paint. Trey Young. And well, we talked about the they're really getting to They're really getting to the rim. They're in the paint off the rescreen. Ron, we talked about in the pregame. Since the All-Star break, as this team kind of reset their bearings, they're the 11th best offensive team in the NBA. Their defense has not been great. They're 5-9 and nine since the break. But this is a team that over the season is 24th, but has been much better recently as Len splits the free throws. 26-24 Atlanta, 2.15 left. Jay Crowder, who's getting more ball handling role. Quinn Snyder talked about it recently, that they've given him more time with the ball and what he's doing with the ball, rather than just shooting standstill threes. Corver, guarded by Bazemore, works in the mid-range. Cross-court pass, knocked away by Bembry, picked up by O'Neal. Drives the baseline on Vince Carter, misses, favors, taps it in. Kind of a broken play. Kind of. <laughs> just every now and then, Quinn Snyder says a practice, then just play basketball. I don't know what else you'd play, but that was their only choice at that point. Trey Young is out of the game right now. See how the Hawks' offense can function when they don't have their lead guy. Adams plays the backup point guard. Baysmore, hard left-hand drive, lobs it to nobody. It's right to Jay Crowder. Three on two break. They try to foul Jay, and they do. So Atlanta obviously is a team that Trey Young drives at this point, and they're awfully young in regards to what they, their bench, and they get a little less talented. And that manifests itself that when John Collins is off the floor, they're eight points less good. When Trey Young's off the floor, they're three points less good per 100 possessions. And both of those are off right now. Collins and Herter, really. Neto driving, lot of contact, rolling to the ground. It finishes the layup first. 28-26, aggressive drives from Howell Neto early. Three for the Alex Len, the 7-1 Ukrainian misses. And the rebound comes out to Korver. Finds O'Neal left side, Crowder comes to the ball, will play ball handler. Bounces to Favors, comes back to get it, turns the corner with the right hand, driving on the 42-year-old Carter. Instead to the 37-year-old Kyle Korver, whose right side three is no good. Geriatric community of NBA, loving it right there. Bazemore, who's in a miserable slump I mentioned. Free throw line jumper, hits glass, no rim. Alley-oop the other way. Royce O'Neal missed the dunk. Howell Neto put it right there. O'Neal tried a little extra and missed it. Left corner, Bazemore three, got it. Big sequence, 29-28 Atlanta. Neto comes to the front court with the yellow number 25 on his back, the white lettering N-E-T-O. 
Working the right hand in and out, dribble. Attacking Vince Carter, drives in the lane. Carter strips it, we got a jump ball. So they drop their big on their pick and roll coverage, which means when Neto turns the corner on, he can get downhill every time. But is he getting himself in too much trouble? Well, it, it, he just didn't clear himself on, on that play there. But, uh, and they're staying home on, on, on the side that he's driving at because they are dropping the big, which means he doesn't have that outlet pass to his right. When they drop the big, they take away the roller. Carter taps it over, and the Hawks have it. They take away the roller. Remember, Gobert had a monster night against the Hawks last time, and they're taking, clearly have adjusted to take that away. Well, Kent Bazemore out of Old Dominion up at the top, and the old Hawks logo. Royce O'Neal guarding. Bazemore left-handed, crosses over back to his left, now goes with his right, and O'Neal grabs him with his hands, and that's a foul. Team foul on the Jazz is just their fourth with 1.6 seconds left in the quarter. Hawks 29, Jazz 28. Justin Anderson, who's bounced around the NBA. Big physical wing. Played at University of Virginia. Originally was with the Spurs. Will inbound. So they have their bench unit on. And this is where the Hawks get a little less good. Developing team. Inbound to Len. Catch and shoot three is blocked by Favors. Into the backcourt. And the half comes again. Derek throws up a half-court shot well off to the horn that goes in. And he's only wishing he did that in some of the practice contests as well. So through one quarter basketball, Atlanta has the lead. 29-28 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Donovan off a pick. They go under. He steps into it. He buries it. Donovan Mitchell with the three in Donovan's first quarter. Now 10 points. Second straight big first quarter for Donovan. So the Jazz trail at the end of one, 29 to 28. Ron, what jumps out to you from the first quarter tonight where the Jazz defense just wasn't able to put its prongs into the Hawks yet? Well, two things. It's the, the, how easy the Hawks are getting into the paint for the Jazz and how hard it is for the Jazz to get into the paint of the Hawks. Hawks. Did hit five of 10 from three in that quarter, which changed things a little bit. Bounce pass inside, stolen by the Jazz. Neto spins out of traffic, has Len on his shoulder, kicks to the corner to O'Neal. He drives, Len's there, cuts him off. Over to Neto. Right corner, three for Howell's an air ball. 29-28 Hawks. Jazz played last night in New York. Hawks played their last game against Houston. Fell in, in a close game. They've been playing well. Anderson trying to go to the post. It's inside. Bumping it back in, they double because Corver was the defender. Back out to Anderson, the left-hander hits. He's not been a great three-point shooter in his career. Great athlete. Deadman is their center right now. Crowder breaks at the 45, aggressive drive to the rack. Puts the defender on the ground, draws the foul, get two free throws. Well, Ron... That was interesting. Quinn Snyder said before at, to the media, every now and then if you go to those media sessions, you might learn something. I did today. Quinn Snyder with a really interesting comment about the fact that he have tried to change Jay's role a little bit and had him play with the ball in his hands a bit more so that his night is not completely predicated on his shooting and feels as though that that is helping out what he's doing a good deal. A little more responsibility. It makes sense because you get to the point where you just you start thinking, okay, I'm just basically a three-point shooter, so I'll just spot up 
just give him a little more responsibility and so he can play a complete ball game instead of just concentrating on one thing. And At one time, he was getting, what, about 10 threes a game? Yep. And Quinn said, you know what, we probably should have done it sooner. Quinn's always Justin Anderson feeling it after the last three, rattles another one up and in. Corbett goes underneath. Well, going underneath on Anderson is not a bad idea necessarily. His career, he's a 28.7% three-point shooter and 18% on the season, Ron. That's two. So I'm thinking it's all right. That's two threes that Corver has made that has been taken away and how, because of off-ball fouls. I did not tell them what happened there. Why don't you help me out? What happened? Well, there, it was a screen that was, uh, was set by, first of all, by Crowder, and uh, Anderson just tries to go right through it. Ingles in the game, pick and roll with favors, kick out to Neto. Last one was an air ball. This one's perfect. He can do that every time. If he wants to make that trade, that'd be 50%. The three puts the Jazz back to within two, 35-33. Driving into the paint, defended well by Favors. His base, more offensive rebound. Len missed the one-footer, tipped it back up and in. He is big. Alex Len, fifth pick by the Phoenix Suns, and then an irrational signing of Tyson Chandler eliminated his role. Top of the key, Favors, hands back to Crowder. His first three of the night's way offline. Jazz trail at 37-33 is coming to the front court for the Hawks. Hand out to Len for three, and Alex Len hits the three, and the Hawks have opened the night by hitting eight of their first 13 threes. And that makes it hard to stay with someone. Jazz down seven, high pick and roll. Favors, Len drops, has to attack Len, misses at the rim. Nice defense by Alex Len, who has been terrific so far. Back up top, Len pump fakes a three, hands it off to Anderson who hit two threes earlier. Uh, he drives, left hand runner no good, Alex Len tapped no, favors clears. Neto to the front court, Neto right side to Crowder, taps back to Neto. Neto swings it to Ingles left wing, Neto resetting at the top. Neto comes off a left hand dribble off favors, bounces, Len is back, favors slides by him, draws the foul, will go to the line. You know, it's interesting here, Ron, is Derek Favors has been completely dominant recently because he's been far and away the best center on the floor. Tonight, he's playing a guy who's maybe not as good as he is, but physically matches him and is a former number five pick of the draft. And frankly, Alex Len has had a pretty good year. He's not a very good rim finisher like Derek or Rudy. He's only shooting 48% but he's a 34% three-point shooter. He's a 10-point-a-game guy. This is not the same mismatch that Ed Davis was or last night was and whoever I've forgotten that the Knicks rolled out there because none of them will be around the NBA again um, or any of some of these other matchups we've seen. Well, what comes to mind with him is the fact that he has pretty good footwork, his length, and he has a, he's more offensive ability than it makes Derek play a little bit different type of defense even with his back to the basket, or he takes Derek away from the basket. We've seen there, he's knocked down a three already. 40 to 35, as Favors, whose free throw shooting has been so good recently, makes them both. Adams at the point for the Hawks, not an offensive player like Young. Hands to Herter, the rookie, turning the corner, rolling to the basket, flips it up and in. Well, that is Clay the Jazz Thompson. play there. That's the Jazz play that, that they get a lot out with, with Joe Ingles. Ingles, left-hand drive with Favors. Deadman drops back, so Ingles is forced to take the five-foot floater, and it's up and in. Jazz have taken a lot. Neto stole the inbound. Finds Corver. 
Not available. They really are focused on Kyle here. It's right. a mismatch here. Do you give it back to Corver, let him make a play or what? I don't know if he can play, make a play off the bounce. Deadman's a pretty good defender. Ingles trying to get free from Herter, can't. Comes off the favors pick. Cross-court pass to Cephalosha. Six on the shot clock. He terminates. Gives to Favors. Four on the clock. He'll have to take a mid-range jumper. It's no good. The Jazz, who've been taking almost no mid-range shots, have suddenly taken a ton tonight against the Hawks' defense. Allen, driving left hand, bounces to Dedman. Gets the defender in the air. Hooks it up. No good. Rebound Favors. Jazz defense beginning to have an impact. 42-37, but the Hawks having a big impact. Corver comes around a double screen. They double-team him. Hand over to Neto. Neto penetrates, loses the dribble. Finds Cephalosha, loses the dribble. Ball's dribbling everybody but them. the guy who's dribbling it. Ingles takes a step back three and hits it. Boy, that was some fortuitous bouncing for the Jazz there. They never got control of that dribble about three straight times. But they did never gave up. Whoa, that was kind of a shoulder into the chest there. Adams into Neto, but Neto pushed off with his hands. Ingles hits the three, 42-40. Joe Ingles has eight points. So, Ron, the Jazz have been taking, as we've talked about a lot, just almost no mid-range shots at all. They've already taken nine tonight. Contrast that a little bit from some of the most recent games. The Jazz against the Brooklyn Nets. Or against the Knicks last night, only took 14 all night. Taking nine already. Trey Young back in the game. Flares it out to Deadman, a pretty decent three-point shooter for a big man. He buries it. Hawks have great floor spacing, and they're taking advantage of it right now, and they cannot miss. They are 9 of 14 from three. They lead it 45-40. Well, that's Trey, the way he stretches the defense. Ingles, mid-range pull-up jumper is good. Another mid-range shot for the Jazz. Deadman's a 37% three-point shooter. So everybody on the floor here can shoot it. Young penetrates into the lane, pass cross-court. Gets deflected and into the backcourt. Kevin Herter picks it up. Ten on the clock. Donovan tracing him. Comes off a Deadman pick that puts Donovan to the ground. Right side, Prince for three. Good. Ten three-pointers in 15 attempts for the Atlanta Hawks. Prince is a 39% three-point shooter. Can they continue shooting it like this? No. Donovan, left-hand dribble into the window. Lost the basketball. Hits it off the bottom of the glass. On the run comes Trey Young for the second fastest pace of play team. And Royce O'Neal reaches in and knocks it away. 6.32 left here in the second quarter. The Hawks cannot miss from three. They are 10 of 15 from three tonight. And the Jazz down by six on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. The state of Utah, the city of Salt Lake, the Jazz are all yours. This team wouldn't be here still if it wasn't for Mr. Miller. The general feeling we had was that if we didn't come forward and buy the team, that it was not able to survive economically. And that's what led to my comment that I made to my wife driving down the freeway the one night that the Jazz can't leave Utah. Fifty years from today, if a grandfather is walking down South Temple with his grandson. And the little boy sees something that prompts him to ask Grandpa, who was Larry H. Miller? What would you want the answer to be? Simply, he was a man who loved Utah. Larry H. Miller, 40 years of jazz basketball. No more important member. It's great reminder when you see Dominique Wilkins here, the jazz went straight to Dominique Wilkins so they can meet payroll. 
where the franchise was at one point in time. Trey Young penetrates out to baseboard for three. He misses, rebound and foul on the Jazz. The Hawks now 10 of 16 from three. Excuse me, that was John Collins, not Kent Bazemore with that three. Look at 40 years of Jazz basketball brought to you by Safe Light Autoglass. They'll donate $5 for every rebound secured from this year's leading rebounder. All proceeds from Safe Light Autoglass. Master the glass we donated to Utah Food Bank at the end of the season. Trey Young, Dwayne Dedman, Torian Prince, John Collins, and Kevin Herter. Five starters for the Hawks are back out on the floor. Herter takes a deep, deep three with two on the shot clock, and the rebound comes out to Collins. Back over to Prince on the right side. The Jazz don't think it hit the rim, and they reset the clock. Zach Zarba's going to huddle with Brent Nansel and discuss this. Couldn't tell from our angle. It was off by a large margin, but it was to the right side of the rim, and we're dead even with the rim here. It did hit the rim. The replay shows it hit the rim? I think it hit the rim and just the right side of the rim. America First game summary brought to you by America First, your finest in financial services. Visit AmericaFirst.com. Donovan Mitchell had 10 points in the first quarter. Trey Young had six points and three assists, all to three-point shots. And Atlanta led 29 to 28. Now the Hawks have started to hit their threes, hitting their first 10 of their first 15 from behind the arc, and they lead it 48 to 42 right now. With 6.04 left in the second quarter, and the one thing that's interesting from a Jazz standpoint, Ron, is how different uh, these shot charts are for the Jazz tonight than what they've usually been. The Jazz, who have really avoided taking mid-range shots, have taken three in this quarter and took five, six in the first quarter, which is more than they only took 14 all of last night. They're ruling it a shot clock violation, so Ron Boone, they say it did not hit the rim. Well, the, the replay that I just saw, I, I think it did hit the rim, but the officials just didn't see it. All right. They can't change the play. They Joe Ingles at the top. Cephalosha trying to come up a stagger left side. It's unavailable. And now he's unavailable because he was fouled. Hawks 48, Jazz 42, 5.53 left in the second quarter. Atlanta is 24 and 48, but a bit misleading. They've won their 5 and 8 since the All-Star break with the 11th best offense. Their rookies are getting better. Their second-year player, John Collins, is terrific. Averaging nearly 20 points and 10 rebounds a game. They have one of the better futures of Eastern Conference teams. Donovan behind a Gobert pick, has some airspace. Fires a three, it rattles hard and comes out. Donovan tonight, 4 for 8, 10 points. Trey Young working with a left hand, a rarity. Drives to the basket all the way to the window, short with a left-hand shot. Rubio drop, comes up the right side. Early offense for the Jazz. Rubio penetrates all the way to the window, kicks it to the corner. Cephalosha's high-arcing three is no good. Gobert taps the rebound out of bounds. Hawks ball. Those looks last night, the Jazz knocked every last one of them down. They've been pretty good tonight still. 5 of 13, 38%, but not the 50% they were on the way to a franchise record last night. Trey Young, double stagger, left to right. This is their play. They run it almost every time. Cephalosha switches out to Young. Up top to Herter. Herter comes off a low drag with Collins. Jump stops in the lane. Turnaround tough look is a short. Offensive rebound. Collins back up and in. Collins was born in Leighton, Utah. So that means his father was a military. Gotta guess that's the case. Rubio, left-hand drive. Gets to the paint. Finds Cephalosha as the second man through. He hands to Gobert. Big step to the rack. Blocked by Collins. Ricky Rubio. 
picks up a steal. Jazz come back the other way. Collins is back. Rubio stops. Free throw line jumpers nowhere close. Wow, did he miss that badly. From the dotted line, he put off the back of the glass. Young going the other way. Drives into the body of Rubio. Throws up an air ball, but Deadman reaching over the top of Donovan Mitchell. Catches it and puts it up and in. And the Hawks lead by 10. I don't know what that says. How can you see it? I have no idea what that says. 7-0 run. 10-2 run by the Hawks. 52-42. 4.28 left in the second quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz have won five straight by 15 or more. Tonight, they look to do the same by clipping the Hawks. But Trey Young has other ideas. And the Jazz trail by 10 right now, 52-42. Ron, what's causing the Jazz so many problems right now? Well, it's just the three. And the fact that the, the Hawks are so good right now, getting into areas that, meaning the paint, and causing the Jazz problems. Like I said earlier, this was a concern that the Hawks had with the Jazz getting into the paint, but it's not the case so far. Jazz shot chart. We usually talk about the other shot chart being changed. Jazz shot chart has been altered. Here's the play. The Jazz have become a staple out of a timeout where Rudy Gobert rolls down the left side of the lane, gets off a cut, gets the pass from Rubio, and is fouled. We'll get two free throws. John Collins with the foul. What changes the way this game is being played, John, uh, John, Ron? Well. I had you on the floor there for a second. Well, I, I don't think, wow, that what the Jazz doing is wrong. It's just defensively, they can, they can keep the Hawks out of the paint. Now, true enough, they're having a great night shooting threes. So if that, can, if that lasts, the Jazz are going to be in trouble. Gobert splits the free throws. He's been 50% for the last 10 games. Jazz trail it by nine. Vince Carter back in the game. Trey Young comes to the ball on a tight curl to the basket. Gobert cuts him off. There's a beautiful hook pass out to Prince for three. Who misses his first three tonight in four attempts. Rebound Rubio. Long outlet to Mitchell. Donovan behind the three-point line. Cross court. Ingles catch and shoot three. No good. Gobert back taps out to Rubio. Rotates Ingles. Feet are in the same spot. Strokes different and the ball's good. Exact same shot as he had a moment ago. And he hits the second one. Trey Young weaving into the lane on his right hand dribble that he prefers. Bounces up to Collins. Wake Forest product. Got injured in his rookie year having a great second year. Herter out on the wing. Herter step back three good. He is a dead eye shooter Kevin Herter. 38% in his rookie year. I'd expect he'll be a 40%er at some point in his career. Hawks 55, Jazz 46. 3.15 left in the second quarter. Ingles has 10 points in the quarter. Rubio gives it inside to Gobert. Out to Donovan. Catch and shoot three. Swish! Wow. 13 points in the night for Donovan Mitchell. The Jazz are now 7 of 16, 3. And within six. And you see what happens when you're able to get into the paint. Trey Young working off the pick and roll into the paint. Forces Gobert to switch on him. Collins has got the smaller Rubio in the post. They go into Collins. He puts a shoulder on him. Spin. Cephalosha comes to help, but he powers it up and in. Yeah, a little late there for Cephalosha. Who, who does, does John Collins remind you of anyone, Ron? I really love his, his stats are unbelievable, and I like his game. But I have a hard time figuring out who he is in this game. Rubio weaving into the lane. I don't know what he was trying to do, but there's a foul called. 
It's that's called a, on Collins, and that's his third. That's a big foul. Collins is vital to them. I don't know what Ricky was trying to do there. He got pushed by Collins. Oh, he was trying to draw a foul. Good play by Ricky. Collins reached in, and then Ricky, I don't know if it was a pass or a shot or what it was, but it got him a foul, and it's the fifth on the Hawks. So Ricky absolutely was talked to us numerous times about knowing the foul situation, the bonus, and will run plays differently based on that. Hits the first free throw. 57-50. Rubio has been shooting 18 free throws in the last two games, Ron. He's a great free throw shooter. Second free throw is good. And so when you know you're a good free throw shooter, you shouldn't mind getting fouled. Well, and it helps him out a great deal because that free throw shooting takes inefficient shooting and makes it irrelevant. Young working right to left, which he doesn't do as well, just about turns it over. Rubio knocks it away. Young gets it back. Out to Dedman for three. Good. Dwayne Dedman, who hit the three earlier. We mentioned that they've got shooters all over the place. And Dedman, a 37% three-point shooter, is a seven-footer. Alex, excuse me, Ricky Rubio, beautiful drive in the lane. Gets swiped at. Hands to Gobert, but he's seven feet out. Puts it on the deck. Turns, throws a bad pass right to Prince. I think Gobert has got a pulled muscle in his stomach. Trey Young, three, no. Donovan skies for the rebound. Donovan pushes ahead to Ingles. Carter guarding. Finds Donovan to the lane. An old school give and go. And he lays it up and in. Ron, I want you to watch Gobert. He is grabbing at his right side time and time again. I think he has pulled a muscle in his side tonight. Well, it's when, about the third different time I've seen him do it. When that happened is when we went up to, to dunk the basketball. And he was fouled there by Collins. Herter off a of pick and roll. Working one-on-one on Donovan. Has a good dribble game. Drives, gets to the reverse side of the basket, misses. Gobert comes in for the rebound. Well, I'll tell you what, he wasn't going to give up. And then Herter fouls Donovan in the backcourt. He thought he was fouled. That's a veteran foul right there by the rookie Kevin Herter. Like, I'm going to commit a foul here so that I can talk about the fact that you didn't give me the foul a moment ago, but it does put the Jazz in the free throw line. Derek Favors checks in for Rudy Gobert. Gobert still holding that right side. Well, he's still at the scores table as though, well, maybe not. You know, well, some... Favors can't check in yet. No. So Rudy can't check out till the first free throw. Watching Rudy, he sits down, still holding that, kind of just touching on it, but no trainer comes to him. He has no fouls. Now he goes back to talk to the coaching staff. Mike Elliott comes over and sits down to talk to him. Obviously going to monitor that. Donovan's free throw is good. The Jazz back within six. Donovan has 16 tonight. Second free throw is no good. Donovan for the season at the free throw line is 79.5%. Left to right, double stagger Trey Young into the lane, cutting Prince, lays it up and in. They run the same play time and time again, and the Jazz just haven't stopped it yet. 62-54, Donovan driving off a favors pick into the lane. Deadman comes over, alters the shot. Donovan gets his own rebound, tries to put it up, misses. 
gets his own rebound again. 11 on the shot clock, 48 on the game clock. Rubio off a big favors pick, lobs it up to Derek. It's a bad lob. Derek has to catch it on the glass. Kicks out to Crowder for three, offline. Rebound, Bembry. Atlanta's defensive style has always caused the Jazz problems, and it is again tonight. Trey Young driving it. Crowder draws the foul. The dropping big teams have been harder for the Jazz to attack than others. Well, the Jazz are definitely having their problems tonight. And Trey Young running that left-to-right double stagger just about every single play, and the Jazz... Well, they get a back door out of that as well, as we saw the last possession there with Prince. Young coming back to his right hand as he prefers it, a reach-in foul on Rubio. And that'll be free throws. Trey Young averages 19 points, eight assists a game. But that does not tell the story on his season. Since the All-Star break, he continues to get better and better. His last 10 games, he's averaging free throws good. 23 points and 8 assists. Last time they played Utah, he had 28 points and 9 assists. And that was the reason I had, we had the conversation about whether or not he could be Rookie of the Year with the way he's playing the second half of the season. Is it enough? You think you'd vote for him, right? I, 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 think, I really think I would. Yeah, absolutely. Splits the free throws. He averaged 17 points a game before the All-Star break. 25 points a game post All-Star break. And his, his percentages are just as good. Donovan barely got over the line in time. Shot clock, game clock separated by seven seconds. They'll run a guard to guard action to get Trey Young switched on to Donovan. Six on the clock. Donovan crosses over. They bring two to him. He passes the corner to Crowder. Bounces down low to Favors. Swiped away and stolen. Young has it with five. With four. He goes to the window with three. Makes the layup with one. Trey Young got his shoe taken off on that play as well. Atlanta by, Atlanta by 11. The half clock has already started, but I think I Joe Ingles traveled, running out the clock literally as the half came to an end, and they're calling a travel on Joe Ingles. He just caught the ball. Trey Young got his shoe kicked off on that play. So the inbound to Ingles, and he just kind of wa- never dribbled. He just caught the ball and just took a bunch of steps. And there was time left on the clock, so the Hawks are going to get an extra possession here with .4 seconds. So the Jazz are down 11, and Atlanta will get an extra possession. Joe's arguing this, and Zach Zarba is rolling his eyes at Joe and should not be that polite. I mean, Joe just caught the inbound pass and just took five steps. He just never dribbled. Well, you got four-tenths of a second on the clock. I wouldn't... So it only took Joe a second to travel. <laughs> Young to inbound. Up top to Vince. I don't know that he got this off. It's no good nonetheless. But the Jazz are down 11 at the half as the Atlanta Hawks score 36 second quarter points and lead at 65-54 on the Jazz Radio Network. The Jazz have won five straight by 15 or more. Tonight, they look to do the same by clipping the Hawks. But Trey Young has other ideas. 
Well, the Utah Jazz defense that is number one in the NBA in second quarters just got torched to the tune of 36 points. The only team that scored more this year in the second quarter is the Golden State Warriors against the Jazz. And so the Jazz trail at 65 to 54. We just found out that the nice woman sitting behind us is Donovan Mitchell's grandmother. And I didn't know that. And we was carrying on a conversation about the music. Oh, you didn't like that? No, I like the music. The music good. to her and I. Donovan with a steal. Out to Ingles, back to Donovan. Here he goes. Right hand, cock and hammer. Donovan Mitchell gets a cheer from Grandma behind us. 65-56. Jazz down a palindrome. Trey Young pull up jumper, no good. Donovan and Rudy both go up for the rebound and let it bounce, but Derek Favors is there to clear. This is going to tell the story this third period. Ingles drag screen from Favors, retreats out, gives to Donovan angle left, guarded by Young. Retreats Taking. back out, directs the traffic. Says gets a pick from Gobert, steps into a three. No good rebound. Jam followed by Rudy Gobert. An energetic start for the Jazz, who trail by seven here in Atlanta. Opening the third quarter, Trey Young, the left-hander. Played a single year at Oklahoma, grew up in Oklahoma. Bounces it back to Collins. Fires the three, no good. Rebound comes to Favors. Jazz to the front court. Donovan picked up this time by Herter, six foot seven. They scoop it to him. They switch Prince onto him. Donovan, big dribble in the lane, hands to Gobert, scoops back to Donovan, rotates to Rubio, back down to Gobert, takes one dribble, clears out Collins and draws a foul. Ron's beside himself because Rudy Gobert just threw an elbow into John Collins. There was the most blatant offensive foul, and Ron, Ron Boone wants to go bananas about it right now because he's so tired of the offensive players getting every call imaginable in these games, but he's realizing that Rudy plays for us, and it's not going to sound good if he's complaining about a call that Rudy got. So what are you going to do, Ron? Make these free throws, Rudy. Because <laughs> this is a gift. And it's a huge, and he, oh, it's about airball. The first one. It's a huge gift, because more importantly, it's the fourth foul on John Collins. And how much do they lose, though, with Lynn coming in they the ball? They lose a lot, Ron. As far as the scoring? Well, I'll tell you, the numbers are, are glaring, so Thank you for asking, Ron Boone. When John Collins is off the floor, the differential is 10 points per 100 possessions. That is in the 94th percentile of impact of all players in the NBA. So they lose a lot. They are two points less good on defense and eight points less good on offense. Deadman outside the three-point line. They run a bunch of curls around him. Prince gets to the basket. Gobert comes over, alters the shot, and they miss. Six-point Jazz deficit. Ricky Rubio transition corner three. Bypasses into a mid-range jumper. No favors. Tracks the miss. Gets the rebound. Flips up a four-footer and in. And the Jazz are within four. I'm sure Quinn Snyder in eloquent, large, multisyllabic words used to explain what he wanted out of halftime in an elegant Shakespearean fashion. Or maybe he went a little bit more like Sopranos. Left block. Lob to Lynn. Gobert goes up with it. Knocks it away. Ingles on the run, gives a bounce pass to Donovan. He got another one. Oh, Spider, don't do me like that. Donovan Mitchell soaring to the rim with a right-hand hammer. Oohs and ahs from the Atlanta crowd and a timeout from Lloyd Pierce. 65-63, Jazz open up on a 9-0 run on the Jazz Radio Network. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. 
lob to Lynn. Gobert goes up with it, knocks it away. Ingles on the run, gives a bounce pass to Donovan. He got another one. Oh, Spider, don't do me like that. Donovan Mitchell soaring to the rim with a right-hand hammer. Oohs and ahs from the Atlanta crowd in a timeout. Jazz opening up on a 9-0 run here. After trailing by 11, they're down two. Trey Young, left to right, gets to the free line, bounces down low to Len, deflected by Gobert, back to Young. He's in the paint, throws a bad pass out. Rubio steals. Rubio to the front court, fakes a pass to Donovan, then throws one in traffic. That's a turnover. Poor decision by Rubio, gives it back. Fast break the other way, down low to Deadman, layup good. The first decision by Rubio was right, which was that Donovan was not open, but then how he thought Rudy was open in the same realm is hard to imagine. Well, a lot of times that second guy through would be open. Ingles at the top, trying to go down low to Gobert in the right block, guarded by Len. Bumping, backing, Len pushing on his back. He puts his shoulder and powers it up and draws the foul. You could see that that was coming there. Rudy really taking his time, and as long as he was going to power his way to the basket, he was going to get get to the free throw line. Remember, there's a backstory between Alex Len and Rudy Gobert. They were in the same draft, same draft class. Their agents reportedly, or supposedly, I don't know if it's really true, supposedly had a little bit of a bet between them of which player was going to get drafted earlier and which player would end up being better. I don't know how they determine this. Len was the fifth pick of the draft. Gobert was the 27th. And it's always been on Rudy's checklist. When they used to play even preseason games, he would kill him. Uh, And so a little bit to see Rudy post up there seems maybe that he asked for it or who knows. Well, the same thing in Phoenix, though. Yep, splits the free throws. Gobert, three of six tonight for the line. He's been 50% for 10 straight games. Jazz down three. Trey Young hands it off to Prince, top to Len. Hands back to Prince, or to Young coming left to right on a rolling push shot from 15 feet out is good. Boy, is he creative. That is a shot that he shoots all the time. I mean, that's not probably one of his signature high, shots. Though not at a very high percentage. He's just 40% in the paint, non-restricted area. Ingles driving the baseline. Gives it to Gobert. Comes back to get it for the dribble handoff. Prince blows up the handoff. Hands it off to Gobert. A lot of physical contact on the Jazz ball handlers tonight. Gobert puts it on the deck, spins on Len. Eight-foot jump shot, no good. Rebound comes down to the Hawks, 69-64. Trey Young driving into the body of of Rubio and draws the foul. Rubio with that nice, compassionate smile of his, asking the official, how could that possibly be true? Ricky was so excited in New York, he came back from dinner after having dinner with one of the great chefs of the world out of Spain, Jose Andres, who he's gotten to know over the years. He's telling me about a, I think it was a New Year's Eve dinner that he had at his house in Spain that was the best meal that Jose Andres cooked for him. It was one of the great meals he's ever had. Young misses the first free throw. Did you think that was a shooting foul? No, I did not. I would agree. I'm not quite sure. 8.06 left here in the third. Ron, I'm befuddled as you are. Jazz have only won three games on the road all year when trailing at the half. They're 3-13. Derek Favors between the circles. Hands it off to Rubio. Retreats out. Jazz trying to get free, and they just can't because Prince is holding Ingles, evidently. And this is a a makeup call, I'm thinking. 
because Ingles was fouled twice the last possession that the Jazz had with Ingles coming off screens, and Ingles ends up shrugging his shoulders looking at the official. So they were looking for it this time. A lot to watch for those three guys. 70-64, Hawks by six. Donovan on a right-hand curl into the paint, dotted line, right-hand floater, good. Donovan Mitchell with 22 points. 70 to 66, 7.44 left in the third. High pick and roll, Young veers to his left, hands it off to Prince. They haven't run their signature play yet, but they're running a lot of handoffs instead. Young turning the corner, reaching foul, and he'll get free throws. Every time the Jazz get a slam dunk tonight, it's a $50 donation to the Utah Food Bank, courtesy of your local Ford stores. Ford, go further. Games tonight of interest. On the 21st of March, Denver is in Washington. And they're playing a close one tonight. Denver's kind of mimicking our road trip. So that one's close with about three minutes left in the fourth. Charlotte leads Minnesota 92-86. Later tonight, Detroit's in Phoenix. Dallas is in Sacramento, Indiana, Golden State. So not a lot to change our lives. Dallas pretty well set in that second spot. Jazz got a lot of help last night. Trey Young splits the free throws, 71-66. Jazz down five. Jazz have not led for a long time. Donovan to the window, cocks it with the right hand, scoops it underneath, we off the window and in. 10 of 17, 24 for Donovan. He's averaging 28 a game since January 1st. Trey Young, high right hand dribble. Favor steps out, he forces up a shot, no good. Gobert goes for the rebound, Len climbs his back, and they don't call the foul, they just rule it off Alex Len. Len is as tall and as long as Gobert. I know it's hard to believe that anyone else has a wingspan equal to that of Rudy Gobert, but Alex Len is actually stunningly close. Jazz running the same play. Ingles kicks to Ruby on the corner. Beautiful crossover to the window. Lays it up and in, in traffic. Ricky Rubio, beautiful move going to the window with an outstretched right hand like a bumper car between defenders and puts it up and in. 71-70, Hawks lead is down to one. Lens wingspan, 7-4, by the way, not the complete 7-9. That is Rudy Gobert. Jazz on a 14-6 run, have hit seven of 10 shots in the quarter. And we're tied at 71. The Jazz last lead was midway through the first, I think. Bembry. Free throw line, we got a whistle, and it's going to be a foul on Rubio. And on Ricky, that'll be his fourth foul. Ricky having a really nice game tonight. Ten points, three rebounds, five assists. Utah's last lead was at 22-20, I believe. Nice job on our statistician to pull that up for us. So the Jazz... Defending off the inbound, Royce O'Neal comes in, so Ingles will play the point guard. And another foul, this one on Crowder. This game had gotten physical, and they are now calling things a little more tightly on the on-ball and off-ball contact. Same inbound play with 14 on the shot clock, 6.34 left in the quarter, we're tied. 
Jazz have trailed this game by as many as 11. Trey Young floated in the lane, no. Rebound tapped out all the way back out. Vince Carter, three, no good. Rudy Gobert snares his eighth rebound of the game. Joe Ingles on the far sideline. Veers to the left hand, gets to the paint with Gobert, kicks to the corner, O'Neal for three. Ow! Utah leads 74-71, 6.08 left in the quarter in the opening six minutes of this quarter. The Jazz have outscored the Hawks 20-6. Boy, you're absolutely right about how tight they're calling this ball game now. I mean, As Trey Young drives. That, by the way, was Royce O'Neal's 100th career three. Not bad for a guy who went undrafted out of Baylor, went to Europe for two years. His first workout ever with the Utah Jazz in a free agent camp. In the opening minute of camp, his tooth got knocked out. He didn't tell anyone. He just kept practicing. Finally, he kind of snuck over, picked up the tooth. Somebody found out. Said, hey, you got to get off the court and get that taken care of. He does, and he comes back and practices the night session. It was a clear sign that maybe Royce O'Neal was tougher than the average Joe. And or the average I, Royce, for that matter. And I don't want to miss this opportunity. Trey Young makes the free throws, and the Jazz lead is down to 174-73. The rookie out of Oklahoma, 15.7 assists. Okay, the, the, the Hawks are running the same play, and the Jazz are starting to do the same thing. Donovan at the point guard. Bullets a pass off Gobert for a turnover. Trey Young, crossover on you to the basket. Blocked by Donovan. O'Neal comes the other way. Donovan down the middle floor. Back to Royce. Royce retreats out to the three-point line. Kicks to Donovan. Donovan playing the point guard. This is where often the offense slows down a little bit. Tight roping the sideline is O'Neal, and he's pushed and fouled. Alex Len with a foul. Since it's been called so tightly, we'll have free throws for the final 534 on every whistle. Let's go check in on that game I mentioned a moment ago between Denver and Washington. Nuggets lead is at 4, 106-102, to 102, and we have two minutes to go. Inside the arc, Nikola Jokic has it against Bryant. They double-team it, and he gets his pocket pick clean by Beal. Breakaway dunk, timeout Denver. Wow. So Denver in a bit of a tussle with Washington, which is hard to fathom after watching Washington against us and the fact that Washington lost last night. Absolutely, Denver at one, four in a row. Denver has separated themselves from the pack a little bit, likely to be the two seed as Royce O'Neal makes both free throws. That live look in brought to you by WCF Insurance. WCF Insurance reminding you to be careful out there. 76-73. Jazz by three. Trailed by 11 earlier in a pick set. And it's an offensive foul as Royce O'Neal goes down on the pick. Jazz have outscored the Hawks here. In the third quarter. By the tune of 22 to 8. Joe Ingles checks out. So now you'll have Donovan and Rudy pick and roll, which works pretty well. Corver's in the game. Pretty good floor spacing with Crowder. So look for the high pick and roll with Donovan and Rudy. Donovan works to his left hand, crosses back over to his right off the Gobert pick, wiggles in the lane, floats it up and in. Donovan Mitchell going to work. He's got himself 26 points. Jazz by five. Jazz have hit five straight, nine of 12 in the quarter. They lead by five. Bembry in the lane. Donovan's got 10 in the quarter. Deadman kicks it up top. It's Bazemore. Bazemore's been struggling miserably with his shot. Misses the three. Rebound comes down to Gobert. 
Kent Bazemore in the last five games is shooting 12% from three. Crowder, transition three, and we got a whistle and a foul. It's an offensive foul on Rudy Gobert. Jazz by five, 78-73. Have outscored the Hawks 24 to eight in the quarter. And the difference is what? Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Really breaking the The paint. defense actually has not clicked in yet. Yeah. That's the good sign. Well, it's done pretty well. Bazemore puts it on the deck, drives, loses the ball. You know what the difference really is, Ron? John Collins got his fourth foul. Very we early. talked about how John, their offense is eight points per 100 possessions less good when John Collins is out of the game, and we're seeing why right now. Crowder, underhand handoff to Mitchell. Comes back. He wants to come to his... He'd rather go right than left. Corver in the corner, run off the three-point line, puts up the right-hand floater and scores it. The crafty Corver for two. And the Jazz lead it by seven, having outscored the Hawks 26-8 to eight in the quarter. Bounce pass inside by Allen, knocked away by Gobert, stolen by Donovan. Donovan puts his head up, now brings it to the front court with his yellow Adidas shoes and his green leggings and a fourth-grade teacher watching as he floats up a right-hander and in. I don't know what she taught him in English and math, but she's got to like what she's seeing with him on the court. 28 for Donovan. And the Jazz have taken a commanding eight-point lead. 81, 82, nine-point lead. 82-73 on the Jazz Radio Network. Five straight by 15 or more. Tonight, they look to do the same by clipping the Hawks. But Trey Young has other ideas. Well, the Donovan Mitchell show is out doing the Trey Young show right now. Jazz have outscored the Hawks 26 to 8 in the quarter. Donovan Mitchell has 12. The Jazz have hit seven straight shots. And we're beginning to see the Jazz defense kick in. Jazz playing on the back end of a back-to-back tonight. And really came out here in this quarter with a ton of energy. Ron, what are you noticing as Kevin Herter brings to the front court? Both Trey Young and John Collins out of the game now for the Hawks. Well, only thing I've noticed is Donovan Mitchell has been the one that's been breaking the paint, and he's having a great third quarter. Bembry gets into the paint, sees Gobert to throw it out. Crowder guesses and steals. Donovan on the run, big steps to the window, attacks Vince Carter, misses the left-hand layup. And then the Jazz coming up with some steals there as well. 82-73. Right side Carter bypasses the three, attacks the window, fouled by Gobert. That's only Rudy's second foul. Both have come here in the third period. That's good news for the Jazz. As Gobert so vital to everything this team does. Jazz have also had great luck with Derek Favors as the backup center this year. Free throw from Vince Carter, no good. That one popped out, didn't it, Ron? Did that pop out or go in? I thought it... Oh, no, that popped out, didn't it? Went in. Oh, went in. 82-74, now 82-75. My bad. Donovan Mitchell... 10 points in the quarter, 12 points in the quarter. Gives to Corver, straight down the barrel three. Nicks the iron, no good. Crowder tries to save it, but saves it under his own basket to Atlanta. That's a fast break. Bazemore is shooting poorly from three. Stops and pops and hits. 
And all of a sudden it's 82-78. Oh, DeAndre Bembry just fell down, backpedaling to the other side. The court moved on him. Donovan, high pick and roll with Gobert. They bring two defenders to him. Donovan stops, flips it up the right-hander, no good. Gobert's pushed and fouled. It's interesting to watch Donovan and Rudy on the pick and roll when you know the number that Donovan has only assisted 44 Gobert field goals this year and try to figure out why is it that they don't connect as often. Gobert to the free throw line. I think the timing... Um, he, They'll get better, and I think they have to get better if they're going to continue to run that play. Donate blood with AREP Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients in need of life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Check out utahblood.org for where to do it. Gobert, three of seven at the line tonight. Missed his first one. Here's the second. It's good. Rudy is just sitting at 50% of the line for a... It's now become a str lengthy stretch. One field goal. They're taking away his roll. That is clear. Vince Carter pick and roll. Underhand scoop to Herter. Herter gets it back from Deadman. Neto stays tethered to him. Herter to the window. Reverse layup is good. I like this kid. There's a lot to like there. <laughs> no question. Neto gives to Corver. Still trying to find his first three of the night. Got it. Kyle Korver back in Atlanta where he was an all-star. Hits his first three of the night. And the Jazz lead at 86-80. Had a little nice tribute for him before the ball game. Vince Carter, bounce pass in the paint. Deadman bobbles, sees Gobert, goes up, misses. Crowder rebounds. The length of Rudy Gobert impacting the defense. 86-80. Crowder playing with the ball in his hands more. Hands to Korver, lobs it down low. Rudy dunks it. Never brought it down, just caught it, settled his feet. And put it up and in, 88-80. Rudy Gobert's second field goal assist, Kyle Korver. Jazz by eight. They trailed by 11 at the half. You bring it down. You know what's down there? Hands. Hands. 88-80. Baysmore, left-hand dribble. The old Dominion product. Tries to dive into Gobert. Misses. Ingles rebound. Jazz looking for their first 10-point lead of the night. 128 left in the third. Ingles chest pass to Neto. Rotates the corner to Korver. Drives on Bembry. Gets caught in the air. Flares it to Ingles. Rotate back to Neto. He drives by Deadman. Back to Ingles. Ingles penetrates. Back to Neto. Come on, kid! No, oh, the three's no good. It was such gorgeous basketball. It had to happen, and it didn't. Top to Bazemore. Off a of Carter give. Left hand threes up and in. Kent Bazemore came in shooting 32% in the last five. 22% from three. But tonight, Bazemore is three of four from three. Five-point game, minute to play. Ingles comes off a Gobert pick. Left-hand dribble, kicks it out to Crowder. Open corner three for Jay. Rattles out, tip, followed by Gobert over the top of the seven-foot Dwayne Dedman. Gobert's got 10 points, 10 rebounds, and three assists. Another double-double. Vince Carter. wonder what it's like to guard a 42-year-old Carter. To Herter. Straightaway three, rattles out. Nicely contested by Neto. 28 seconds left in the quarter. Shot clock's at 20. Ingles calmly brings it to the front court. The Happy Valley Australian native. Went to the Institute at a young age. They gave him his first job. He said, I'll shoot for a living, thank you. He's been doing it. Drive, kicks to the corner. Crowd, Corver, ball fakes, gets hit. Goes to throw up a shot with Bembry on top of him. And they will call it on the floor, but that's still in the penalty. So two free throws coming for Corver. The Kyle couldn't shoot because if he had taken the shot, he would have gotten hurt. 
Because yeah, Bembry was crushed. high in the air to come get him. So he had to protect himself. Hey, Jazz fans, get priority access to the best seats with a $100 seat ticket deposit. Seats are extremely limited, and this is your best chance to get season tickets for next year. Call 801-355-DUNK now to learn more. Corver's free throw is good. Jazz up by eight. What a turnaround. Jazz trailed by 11. Have outscored the Hawks 36-18 here in the third. Donovan Mitchell leading the way with 28. And the Jazz just putting points on the board right now. Corver misses the second free throw, surprisingly. Deadman throws the outpass outlet off the foot of Bazemore. Comes right back to him. Six seconds left. Bazemore feeling it. Fires the three and hits. Kent Bazemore with his 4-3. Ingles comes across the half court. He heaves one up off the glass. No good. So the Jazz lead, which was as many as nine as five as we head to the fourth. And this year, the Jazz, when leading going to the fourth quarter, are 37-7 and on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah leads by five as we head to the fourth quarter. Jazz trailed this game by 11 when we started the fourth quarter. At, went on a 18 to, what did we just decide? 20 to six? 20 to six run in the middle of the quarter to take the lead, led by as many as nine, now lead by five. 37 in the quarter for the Jazz. Yeah, that third quarter was 60%, Jazz 14 of 23 there from the field. Kent, they're top blocking Ingles. He's trying to get off the pin down on the base from the baseline. He runs into the screen. The screen runs into Corv into Crowder, and they call the foul on Ingles for pushing the player into Crowder. So an offensive foul for the Jazz to open up the quarter. That is the Jazz turnover number 13. Top baseball turns the corner, flares it back to Carter. Covered tightly by Crowder, fires the three and misses. Hawks are 50% from three tonight until that shot, 51 of 31, and yet the Jazz lead by five. Ingles on the near side, left hand dribble, comes off the favors pick, fakes the pass, hits to the corner to Neto. Neto penetrates off balance, back to Ingles' left corner. Baysmore with a nice close. Neto penetrates. Uh, Trey Young gets caught on the ground, w- wings it up to the rim. It bounces off the rim. Neto gets his own rebound. Out to Corver for three. Rattles around, no good. Rebound, Vince Carter. Neto just threw it to the rim because he was in trouble, but was astute enough to get his own rebound. Trey Young attacking Neto. Right-hand floater, no good. Favors rebounds. Jazz defense really hasn't kicked in yet tonight because Atlanta's shooting has been near perfect. Here's Crowder breaking the 45, attacking Vince Carter. Misses. Favors somehow misses the tip on the layup. Baysmore to the front court. He's on fire. He fires the three. Bricks it. Rebound favors. Ugly start to the quarter. It's 91-86 Jazz. Minute and 30 of forgettable basketball. Crowder hands it back to Corver. Corver comes off the curl. Mid-range high arcing jumper. No. Favors tips it off Ingles. Ingles gives it back to Corver. Jazz playing with Neto. Corver. Ingles, Favors, and Crowder. Nothing happening. So Corver takes a deep knee bend, takes a behind the timeline three and misses. 91-86. Kevin Herter, the rookie out of Maryland, six foot seven, long, skinny, great shooter. Puts it on the deck, pulls up for the jump shot, and hits. Quinn Snyder calls a timeout. That was really not very good basketball there by the Jazz. 91 88. 
Jazz have missed their first five shots and they haven't been good ones. And the Hawks have cut it to three, 91-88 on the Jazz Radio Network. It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Oh, and this one's over. The Golden State Warriors set the tone with a 40-point first quarter and really never got seriously challenged coming down the stretch against Oklahoma City. They'll take it in front of the OKC bench, and what a game for Miami. They come into Oklahoma City, and they beat the Thunder. Thunder with its first bucket right there in overtime. Took almost four and a half minutes. Hey, with a loss here tonight. The Thunder will have exactly the same record as eighth place Los Angeles Clippers. Not sure that finishing eighth is a good thing if you're going to end up playing Golden State. The Oklahoma City swoon is our NBA now. That's what they're talking about in NBA circles. A little surprising. Swept the Jazz, but otherwise have really, really struggled. Brought to you by the Ford Fan Zone. All you can eat tickets to an upcoming jazz game. Receive unlimited hot dog, popcorn, nachos, peanuts. Starting as low as $33 a ticket. Donovan Mitchell comes back in the game, pulls up in the mid-range on the left side and hits. For those Ford Fan Zone tickets, go to utahjazz.com, call 325-299. By Ford Fan Zone, all you can eat tickets now. Jazz lead it by five. Donovan Mitchell has 30 again. Right block, Vince Carter. Bumping and backing on Cephalosha. Spins to the middle and a foul on Tabo. Donovan Mitchell, and scoring, sometimes when you run these numbers, Ron, scoring is up in the league in a manner that even stat guy me likes to, you know, is willing to kind of admit that maybe there's a little bit of a flaw to this. But there aren't a lot of guys that have had 30-point games at the rate Donovan Mitchell has in his opening two games of seasons of his NBA career. Now, I totally agree with you with that, David, but and you're absolutely right about scoring being up. Uh, but why? Well, pace why is it better now? Pace is up, more three-point shooting. Yeah. More so than the beginning of the year. That's the, the masking, though, is that... Oh, I think it's been up all season. Driving, favors, slides through the defense, lays it up and in. Boy, if this is on Collins, this has been a bad night for him. Oh, it's funny. I Chris. It's not on him. Chris Darnell, who's Quinn Snyder's assistant, great dude, played at William and Mary, good basketball brain. He and I were talking the whole drive over about John Collins and what do we think of him and who is he and his numbers are unbelievable. But sometimes it's hard to find comps to who. I asked you earlier, you know, like, but who is he, right? Free throws good by Faves. It's been so, so great at the line. Don't you think they have something here, though, with Collins? Oh, yeah. Um, Trey? Yeah, absolutely. Kevin Herter? Yeah, Sam Herter. Trey Young answers with a three. 96-92. Donovan, he throws up a three, no good. Vince Carter is playing 20 minutes a night still, wants to play another year, grabs the rebound. Trey Young, left to right. Trey Young working in the lane. Trey Young scoops it through the defense, and O'Neal steals it. Here come the Jazz. O'Neal on the run. He goes straight down the barrel, finishes in a foul. Royce O'Neal was checking the surroundings. He had Tabo right, he had Derek left, and then he just put the accelerator down and went all the way to the rim, playing a little bouncy off of Vince Carter and finishing. 
You could see that the, the, his, his teammates were not catching up with him. And so he just takes it all the way to the basket. Makes the free throw. Jazz up 99-92. Royce O'Neal off the bench with 10 points. All five Jazz Zions Bank starters in double figures, plus that of O'Neal. Vince Carter, left corner three is good. The Hawks are 17 of 34 from three tonight, and the Jazz still lead by four somehow. This is sure the script by which you lose. Maybe a zone defense, but can't tell. Rubio penetrates, finds a cutting Safalosha, kicks out to O'Neal, breaks the 45, back up to Donovan. He penetrates with the left hand, kicks to Cephalosha, left corner three. No good. Great ball movement, no dividend again for the Jazz, who are up by four with eight minutes to play. Left side, Herter's got airspace, fires, hits. One point game, and the Hawks are 18 of 35 from three. Got to be getting close to a franchise record opponents threes in a game. Jazz franchise record makes was last night 20. 99-98. Timeout on the floor. Atlanta cannot stop making shots on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz have won five straight by 15 or more. Tonight, they look to do the same by clipping the Hawks. But Trey Young has other ideas. For a brief moment, it looked like the Jazz were on the way to doing exactly that. As they stretched out to a nine-point lead, but since then, the Hawks have worked their way back. And now, it is a one-point game, 99-98. It all started with three threes in this quarter. 18 threes is the most by a Jazz opponent in a regulation game this year. And we'll see if I can find franchise record for you in the next timeout. Donovan Mitchell has 30 for the 22nd time in his career. Works in the lane, lost the basketball, out of bounds, turnover. Ron, you said the Jazz need to answer right now. The Hawks have some momentum. Hawks are shooting over 50% from three with 18 threes as Young gives to Len, who fires a three and misses. Cephalosha rebounds. Rubio, Mitchell, O'Neal, Cephalosha, and Favors on the floor with 7.25 left. Rubio to the left wing, fires and hits a mid-range shot for two. And Ricky Rubio's got 12 points. All five Jazz starters in double figures, as is Royce O'Neal. Jazz by three, Trey Young, single pick and roll up at the top. Ball fakes, gets under the rim, misses. Rebound Favors, Rubio on the run, he's got Royce left, Donovan right. Curls out to the left side, trying to let Favors run through. Can't find him, swings back up top to Donovan. The classic Hawks logo here at State Farm Arena. He works on Trey Young with a wiggle dribble, chested to Rubio, angle left three. Good! Ricky Rubio, who's in a terrible slump from the above the break three, having missed eight straight coming in, hits his third of the night. 104-98. Jazz are scoring early though, David. They've really picked up their tempo this year. They're actually above average in pace of play for the first time in Quinn Snyder's era. Pass down low to Collins, rotates to Prince, right corner Len, fires another three. No good, Favors bobbles the rebound, but his big mitts have it. Rubio comes up the left sideline. Rubio hesitates, Rubio drives, Rubio throws it back out to Donovan. He penetrates on Collins, left hand dribble, caught in the air, misses the shot, Favors battles, Len clears. 104-98.
Prince, who was brilliant the first half. Out of Baylor, pick that the Jazz traded to get George Hill. Top to Trey Young, the rookie out of Oklahoma. Weaves under the pick and roll, bounces to Prince, penetrates at Favors, meets him at the apex, blocks the shot out of bounds. Jazz defense holding him a six on the shot clock, and the ball will be the Hawks' ball. Jay Crowder arguing that call, claiming that there's no way it was off of Favors. The, 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 the officials are huddling up. Those Faber's arms are straight up in the air. And Jazz. they rule it to the Jazz. Uh-uh. Jay Crowder using his law degree. Oh, wait, no, that's my statistician who has the law degree. We got a law degree, and then we had a dentist. Usually yeah, have I a got, dentist here, right? Usually have a dentist. And we got high-class people in Atlanta yeah, working right. staff. Of course, we have to get a toothbrush. Yeah. Hawks, 46 threes the last time we played. And Lloyd Pierce said to you before the game, Ron, we want that same defense to do it again. Exactly. That's Donovan. Chests it up high to Ricky, giving him some airspace. Ricky puts it on the deck, drives right-hand floater. No. It was a lob to Favors, actually. We can't tell from here, sorry, but there was a whistle and a foul first. I think that's on Collins. John Collins has been awful tonight, and he's really good. No, it wasn't on Collins. It may have been on Lynn. Well, Collins did push favors in the back. So who do they give it to? That foul was on John Collins, his uh-huh. fifth. 104-98. Donovan, high pick and roll with favors. Holds it in the pocket. Drives, floats it too hard. Derek inside three guys battling. Collins and Donovan ripping at each other. Collins comes out with it. Herter on the run. A great three-point shooter. Will stop and fire in transition and miss. The Hawks have missed three straight threes. Rubio rebounds and pushes. Behind the back, bullet down low to Favors who laid it up and in. What a pass, Ricky Rubio. How do you explain that? A behind the back bullet on the bounce to Derek Favors who is deep in the post. Jazz by eight. Alex Lennis missed two straight threes, so he bypasses this. Turns the corner for a rolling, running hook through the lane and scores it. A la Magic Johnson in the end. No, never mind. But that is the same that shot. Was a, that was a championship hook. That wasn't the same play. Not, yeah. not a la anything. Rubio penetrates. Gets double teamed. Loses the ball out of bounds. Off the Hawks. Hawks have changed their defense a little bit here. They're doubling the ball. And maybe even if we get a chance, Mike Wells gave us a great explanation, both offensively and defensively, of what the Jazz needed to do. Mm-hmm. If we can get those sound bites here in the final minutes, it might be able to explain to you very well some of the adjustments the Jazz have made. They lead at 106-100, 4.38 left. Ingles inbounds to Donovan, into the corner, guarded tightly by Bembry. Nine on the shot clock, Donovan calmly waits for a Gobert pick, steps back for a long mid-range two, it's short. Donovan is struggling here in the fourth quarter. Trey Young, bounce pass down low, Collins, and he dunks it. 106, 102, we're into clutch time. Jazz have gotten better offensively as clutch time as the year's gone on. Ingles comes around to curl, finds Donovan to the window, goes to Duncan, it goes off the backhand, he misses it. Crowder takes Collins down, going for the ball. And Donovan Mitchell is now one for six in the fourth quarter. The Jazz are three for nine. Ricky Rudy Gobert checks in. 
Timeout on the floor. We'll keep it here. The offense of what the Jazz need to do is the Hawks are dropping the big down, bringing two guys to the ball really now. And hear what Mike Wells had to say about that. Well, I think uh, it's every it's a game plan we've seen a lot, but we've got to go in there with a plan where we get downhill, and then as soon as we uh, get into that pocket area, we've got to know if we're going to attack the rim or we're going to have our eyes out. You're just reading that weak side low defender. If, if he's in, you're going to throw it to the corner. If he's hanging out in the corner, you're going to throw the high pass. We didn't do a good job of recognizing it. And right now, they're pulling that weak side defender in, Ron, mm-hmm. putting two guys on the ball, bringing the wing side defender in, and the hard part about this is when there's two guys and one of them's a seven-footer on Rubio or Donovan, they're having a hard time getting that pass to the corner. Yeah, so what's most important now is once that happened, you heard Mike Wells talk about looking to the weak side. But now you get the defense scrambling. And that touch pass, especially in that third quarter, and I know Donovan Mitchell had one heck of a third quarter, but they were able to break the paint, moving the basketball, and they got some pretty good looks. Donovan now one of six here in the fourth. All right, clutch time. How have these two teams performed in the clutch this year? The Utah Jazz offensively are the third best team in the clutch this year. They're just 14 and 15 in games that have gone to the Hawks. The Hawks are the 21st ranked offense. Defensively, the Jazz are 13th and Atlanta is third. Atlanta is 16 and 18. So interestingly, the young Atlanta Hawks defense in the fourth quarter of close games has been fabulous. Offensively, they've relied on Trey Young. He's taken 70 field goal attempts in the clutch. The next closest is John Collins, 24. Young penetrates, kicks to the corner. Collins for three, got it. John Collins in the clutch this year, shooting 20 of 25 from the field. I thought Trey got over that pick just a little bit too early. It's like Rubio just gave up and let him, and, and just trailed it. 106-105, Donovan with it. Alex Lent on a switch. Donovan one for six in the quarter. Pulls from the elbow, short again. One for seven in the fourth for Donovan. Donovan has not been great in the clutch, but he's their guy. Gonna run the same play again. High pick and roll with Alex Lent. He works to the right side. He drives into the defense. He floats it. Trey Young scores. And the Hawks have taken the lead. 107-106 on a 9-0 run. 3-0-7 to play here in the fourth. Ingles will conduct. High pick and roll. Prince, their best defender, guarding Ingles. He drives to the left hand. He flares to Crowder. Catch and shoot three from the top. Rattles out. Jazz are 10 of 30 from three. Trey Young has five points and four assists in the quarter. He comes to the front court, guarded by Rubio. Young's been very good in the clutch this year. 40% for a rookie. Snakes under the pick. Has Crowder on him. Retreats back out to the three-point line. Drives with the left hand to the window. Scoop. No. Rebound tipped by... Gobert picked up by Rubio, outlet to Donovan, layup good! Jazz regain the lead, 108-106, 2.32 to play. Ending a 9-0 Hawks run. 2.27, Trey Young with a white sleeve on his left leg. Takes the right hand dribble, gets a pick from Collins, calmly retreats back out, brings it back to his left hand, he prefers to go right. Over to Bembry, Bembry will drive on Donovan. He gets reaching foul on Donovan, that's team foul number three. It already played great defense. It stayed in front of him. Just so tempting to reach when you think that ball is right there, you know? Jazz have not been very good shooting threes in the clutch this year. Joe Ingles, 46%. Rubio, 50%. Everybody else has struggled. See if they can get out of that tonight. 
Good pressure defense. Collins having a hard time getting it in. Does to Len. Crowder is now on the top side of him, though. And Len rolls to the basket. Crowder fouls. And Alex Len will go to the free throw line. Gobert is guarding Collins, putting Crowder on the much taller and bigger Len. He is just a 67% free throw shooter. I think that was just on that out-of-bounds play. Okay. Yeah. Len, for his career, a 70% free throw shooter. Makes this. Someone's going to sign him in the offseason. It's a good pickup. He's a nice player. Tied at 108. 210 left here in the fourth. Jazz and Hawks. Hawks have been surprisingly good in close games this year for a young team. Well, when you have Trey Young, who's so good at getting into the paint, he can really make things happen. And makes him. both free throws, an 11-2 run. Exactly what Trey Young has done. 109-108. Rubio gets it from Ingles, attacks the basket, layup good. Rubio to Ingles, handed it right back. That's their UCLA cut play. They run, and Rubio aggressively attacking Trey Young has 17 points. 110-109. Young coming with a left-hand dribble. Into Gobert. Snashes out. Rubio stays tethered. Young turns the corner, flips it up. And in, plus the foul. Oh, the crafty Trey Young. He came around left to right through the paint, curled it back around, flipped it up off the dribble with the right hand. Rubio caught surprise, fouled him in the Hawks lead at 111-110. Trey Young in the clutch this year, 40%, which is great. 36 from three, 22 assists and 28 field goals in 30 games. Well, we got five fouls on Rubio, if I'm correct, and five on Jay Crowder. Uh, four on Jay Crowder, but four five on, on Ricky Rubio. Trey Young at the free throw line. He's 85% the clutch. He makes this. Hawks on a 13-4 run. Jazz played last night. They got to dig in and find something. Head to the fourth quarter. Donovan Mitchell with the basketball. Driving. Kicking to the corner. Bad pass. Crowder goes out with his left hand to catch it. Fires the three. Misses. Crowder got knocked to the ground. Or he fell. One of the two. Crowder, 2 of 13 in the clutch this year from 3. Hawks have it. Jazz need to stop. 124 to play. Trey Young, top of the key, terminates. Bounces it to Deadman. Wants the ball back. He gets it. Turns the corner. Rises. Fires. Shot no good. Crowder and Gobert tip the rebound. Deadman has it. Gobert blocks it. Deadman has it again. And we have a whistle and a review of a goaltend. A late call goaltend? Not a chance. So now the Hawks, Lloyd Pierce will get to diagram a play. Not a chance that's a goaltend. And a late, late whistle. The ruling on the floor has Deadman was about to shoot another shot by the time that whistle was blown. 107 left, they'll go to Sakakis. The ruling is goaltending. Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, reviewing injury cases and helping people in Utah for over 30 years. Really late whistle by Brett Nansel, the official. So Atlanta is now diagramming a play with 11 seconds left. Quinn's doing the same on the shot clock, that is. Jazz trail it, 114-110 right now. 
We haven't heard from Sakakis yet. So they figure that that's how close it is. I don't think that's a goaltending. I don't think it's a goaltending there as well. I'm biased, though. First of all, I was trying to see on, on the replay how far away he was out at the restricted line, it looked like. And a really late call. Denton was about to shoot it another time. Wow, they're calling it goaltending. Wow. Well, shows what we know, and I guess Brent Nansel was right. So I think what they're doing here, David, is just not enough to, to turn it around because that ball had barely left the hands there. I mean, what, they, what they're seeing and what I saw, I don't think so. Goaltending. Rudy Gobert doesn't agree with that. That would have been our Vivint Smart Home Defensive Play of the Night by Rudy. Vivint's comprehensive smart home solutions allow you to control your home from anywhere. Vivint Smart Home, there's no place like a smart home. All right, Jazz down four with 110 to play. Jazz not shooting it well here in the fourth. Donovan Mitchell's been struggling. Jay Crowder's missed two threes. He's now two of 13 from three in the clutch this year. Donovan's two for eight. Rubio has three field goals. Donovan right side, comes off a Gobert pick. They double him. He retreats out, finds Rubio. Rubio swings to Crowder. Dribbles right into Collins and loses the dribble out of bounds. And they're gonna review this. Collins knew exactly what Jay was going to do. He'd missed back-to-back threes, wasn't going to take it. Collins slid his feet, and Jay dribbled right into him, lost the ball, went back to get it. Bembry and Crowder after it. I think this is going to be off Jay. Well, this is interesting. It's off Jay's hand. Bembry hits Jay's hand to knock it out of bounds. Right? So I don't think Bembry ever touched the ball, but he hit Jay Crowder's hand which forced it out of bounds. So they rule Bembry by hitting Crowder's hand, hit the ball out of bounds, Utah ball. Oh no, that's the original ruling. I think they're gonna overturn this. But I've, we've been wrong on everything so far tonight. And Jay Crowder flat passes up a three. Well, Ronnie's missed his last two and he has not hit those this year. He's two of 13. So it's an Atlanta ball. That could do it. Atlanta ball. Jazz are in trouble. 54.7 seconds left. Back-to-back reviews not going the Jazz way. Bembry knocked the ball out of bounds, but he knocked Jay Crowder's hand. It's a really interesting call. I, I, I think that that, so it's, if you don't call a foul, then it's off Jay Crowder. And you can't call a foul on replay. Jazz are 8 of 23 in the clutch tonight, or in the shooting tonight. Hawks are on a 16 to 4 run. 114-110. Jazz in trouble. 55 seconds left. Trey Young to the front court. Young with 23 points and 11 assists. Now guarded by Ingles. Drives the right side. Comes back. Wants to get to his right hand. He does. And an offensive foul by John Collins is his sixth foul. Joe Ingles may have done a good acting job right there to earn that foul. But that gives the Jazz hope. No, Joe Ingles did not. John Collins set a ridiculous pick 
for a team that is up by four with 39.5 seconds left. That's smart basketball. That is really un amazing to watch on the replay. Yeah. Rose, his right hand up above his shoulder and kind of got him. And Collins is fouled out. Wow, that... Honestly, Ron, there's like these moments in time where you watch a young player and they do something. I had one with Andrew Wiggins once where like you forever will not forget. It's like you won't forget it and it makes you wonder. that. That play right there makes me wonder about John Collins. Like, were you not aware of time and score? The one on the Andrew Wiggins for me was Minnesota was up by three, up by four with like four seconds left, and he fouled somebody before the ball came in bounds, which was the only possible way Minnesota could lose the game. Yeah. Boom. 39.5 seconds left. The Jazz don't have to shoot a three here. The Atlanta Hawks tonight are 19 of 40 from three. Season high by a Jazz opponent. The Jazz defense just unable to keep Trey Young out of the paint. And the Hawks were able to get three-point shots. One fourteen, one ten. Got to extend this ball game. A bucket here. Rubio oh. will inbound. Jazz in a box with Mitchell, Crowder, Gobert, and Ingles. Inbound comes to Donovan. Quick pick from Gobert. He drives the right side. Deadman's back. He drives into him. He gets his shot blocked. Gobert punches it over the glass, out of bounds. Donovan Mitchell's fourth quarter is going to be one he wants to forget after a third quarter that was brilliant. He is two of nine in the fourth quarter. Jazz should foul here. And O'Neal checks in for Rubio. But the Jazz need to foul. They cannot allow Atlanta to run it down to nine seconds down four. Inbound to Young. O'Neal hassling him, he gets across the half court, he drives in the lane, he loses the ball, Crowder kicks it, it's into the front court, Ingles has it, Ingles to the window, blocked by Deadman, lob to the rim, Gobert dunk, 19.1, Jazz down two. They are gonna have out Lloyd Pierce timeout. Don't sit down. 19.1 seconds left. Jazz down two, they'll need to foul. Trey Young averages four turnovers a ball game. Tried to dribble out, eat up as much clock as possible. And the Jazz take advantage of that turnover. Royce O'Neal with a heads up recovery. Jay Crowder, by the way, I would said he kicked the ball. He did not. There was no way for me to see what it was, but I just saw the replay from the other angle. It did look like his foot, but he actually took his hand and scooped it and rolled it out into the front court. 19.1 left, Hawks 114, Jazz 112. Hawks free throw shooters, Collins is fouled out. Young is 82%, Prince is 83%, Bazemore 74, Deadman 82, Kevin Herter 74. So all good free throw shooters. 
114-112 Atlanta. The Jazz had control of this game, it looked like, and then Atlanta just has outscored the Jazz 28-21 in the fourth. Got off to such a great start in that fourth quarter and just ate up the Jazz lead very early. And the Jazz offense has not been able to get going here in the quarter. Vince Carter will inbound on the far side. Inbound to Young. Jazz trap him, and he calls their final timeout with 17.1 left. Jay Crowder having words for the youngster, and Vince Carter walks over and tells Jay to go away, and because he's Vince Carter, that Jay went away. Well, what a smart play. I mean, they really doubled Trey Young. Trey Young never got a chance to turn and look at the defense. He had his back to the play there, so there's no way that he could pass out of that. Their final timeout with the rules that we changed last year, teams only have two timeouts in the final two minutes. So now the Hawks inbounding do not have a timeout. The Jazz tonight have taken 30 mid-range shots, which is an awful lot for the Jazz. The Hawks, 19 of 40 from three. That's the story. Jazz with a loss would move into a virtual tie with San Antonio, the Clippers, and Oklahoma City for fifth through eighth. Vince Carter to inbound. Jazz are doubling Trey Young off the inbound. It goes to Deadman. Gobert doesn't foul him at first. Now he does. Deadman's an 81% free throw shooter. He does not play a lot of clutch minutes. And so this, but this year in the clutch, he's six of six. Well, he wants Jazz needing to miss one. Corver's going to check in, which means the Jazz are not going to call a timeout, or do they have one? They have one timeout. They have one timeout. So you get the feeling they're not going to call a timeout. Deadman's first free throw is perfect. Deadman two for two in the final minutes of a close game. So 81% free throw shooter. Corver and Ingles go all the way to the front court. 14.9 left. Hawks are on a 17 to six run to close this game. Here's the big one. Hawks by three, Deadman at the line. The 81% free throw shooter, perfect. Crowder inbounds to Donovan, down four. Donovan driving to the cup, layup, reverse side, good. 9.6 left, Jazz will, Jazz don't foul. They now foul, don't foul again, now Deadman is fouled again. They didn't foul Vince Carter. 6.2 seconds left, Jazz have a timeout left now, they just need a miss. So Quinn managed that perfectly to save a timeout. But now you got to get a miss. And Derek Favors is going to check in to make sure. As we mentioned, Deadman is perfect this year in the clutch. Misses. It worked. And now Derek Favors is going to check in for. Favors checks in. 116, 114. 
6.2 seconds left. Checks in for Crowder, uh, for Corver. But the Jazz have a timeout, which means Corver will probably be yes. checking back in. Just trying to make sure that there's... Crowder in the rebounding position. Gobert in favors in the rebounding position. Free throws good. Three-point game. Timeout, Utah. 6.2 seconds left. Don't know if you can do it, but if you get it off fast enough so you have a chance for a rebound and a kick out, you want to do it. Hawks on a 19-8 run to close. Atlanta. Got these young pieces of the puzzle. And a lot of excitement. One seventeen, one fourteen, six point two seconds left. Quinn Snyder sits on the chair. Johnny Bryant over his right shoulder. Rubio with a towel over his shoulders watching the play. Gobert, Mitchell in front of Quinn. Attentive audience watching what Quinn Snyder draws up. Jazz practice these an awful lot. Right so don't be surprised if Come they on, break Frank. the paint, Two David, like on, they're going to drive Come and then look. Hawks shouldn't fall for that. Yeah. Jazz will come out with Mitchell, Crowder, Corver, Ingles, and Gobert. Joe Ingles walks to the midcourt, wipes his shoes on the tape, puts his hands on the bottom of his shoes to give himself a little extra traction. So who's the dangerous player here would be Joe Ingles. Or Kyle Corver. You think going back to Ingles. Ingles inbounding, down three, 6.2 seconds left. Corver on a curl, fouled by Vince Carter, shooting three. Unless he was inside, I think he was inside the line for a two, but he was fouled by Vince Carter. The Jazz scout before the game, it will be a two. And without a timeout left and 5.8 seconds left, I think you still make them both. Because if you make them both, They're checking it, but it's going to be a two. Siegfried and Jensen, they're going to overrule this. The Jazz are going to go 0 for 3 on Siegfried and Jensen injury. And we're going to check our clock. Jazz scout whether or not a team fouls or not. They know that. So 6.2 seconds left. And so the Jazz ran a play for an immediate shot knowing the Hawks would foul. And is in the scouting report every night. So Corver gets two shots. A guy in the Gobert City jersey right behind the Jazz bench, insistent that it should be three. His son in a purple Jay Crowder 99 shirt. So Corver to the line. I think you make them both, Ron, with 6.2 seconds left and then foul immediately. Six, probably have four seconds. That's enough time to get down the floor for a tire. Here's Corver. Knees bent, hips back, free throw, no good. 
Now you might have to miss it. Corver looks over to the bench for a signal. But I think you now have to miss it. You don't have to. You can just choose whether you want to. Corver, second free throw. His feet slightly behind the white line. That's always been money for Corver from the free throw line. Second one. Very high archer. Off the back rim. Donovan rebounds. Donovan to the corner. Donovan for three. No, it rattled out. It hit rim. You thought Donovan might get it. And Donovan Mitchell's fourth quarter goes to three for 11. And the Jazz fall to the Atlanta Hawks who closed the game tonight on a 18 to six run or a 19 to eight run by the time it was over. And the Jazz hoping for the perfect road trip. Ron, you knew it coming in that this was gonna be the toughest one of the bunch. Well, strictly because of the way the Hawks have been playing and with it being a back-to-back, -back, you know, getting into bed at three o'clock in the morning, uh, just that eight consecutive hours of sleep sometimes, is just you just don't get it. Home I don't teams think fatigue was, the was, yeah. was a problem here tonight. No, home teams with the rest advantage, I think are winning about 77% of the time this yeah. year. But I just think that the Jazz missed some good shots. Jay Crowder didn't have a, a very good night missing. Some, some key threes. Um, but and, the, and the Hawks were brilliant from three as they yeah. hit 19 of 40 yeah. from three. Uh, season high threes made against the Jazz. That's awfully hard to win a game when they do that. And, and that's interesting, Ron, is and joined now by Jake and Britton. I mean, the story tonight is whatever Atlanta does to the Jazz, Ron, the Jazz don't allow three-point shots, and they allowed 46% of the shots tonight to be threes. On season average, they're at 29%. So huge difference. In the previous game, the Hawks shot 40-plus threes as well. What, as Jake and Britton join us, Ron, what did you see? Well, they had a couple of guys just got hot. I mean, you know, Bazemore comes in, and he starts knocking down threes. He ended up with, with three tonight, two of them in that third quarter. And otherwise, the Jazz league would have been extended a little bit farther than what it was but three-point shots is something that you know every team wants to get listening to uh, the, the coach Lloyd Pierce before the ball game talk about the number of threes that they got against the Jazz in the first game and he wanted to try to get that many again tonight so I wonder guys is you're talking about second night of a back-to-back and -back, uh, Locker, you're 100% right. In fact, Britton and I have been hitting on that the last few pregames, uh, how the Jazz are leading the league in, I guess, uh, uh, a lack of attempts from the opponent or preventing the three-point. Is that is that a closeout thing, you guys think, that the, the juice just wasn't there to chase them off the line tonight? Or, or is it kind of what you're talking about, Ron, is that uh, Atlanta just focused on doing it come hell or high water? Well, I know they wanted to get up as many threes as they've got up last time. But, mm. you know, your defense sometimes, you know, you give up certain shots to, to certain players. I wonder if your they defense gets They want to shoot and score within eight seconds coming up the floor. Mm. That way the defense is not really set. Uh, the coach, Lloyd Pierce, was very concerned with that, with their offense getting into the last 
eight seconds of a clock because of the way the Jazz defend them. So they were taking early shots. It was in their favor to take those early three-point field goals, and they end up making them. So good game plan. I, and I wonder if the defense gets a little lopsided where your effort is very heavy in certain players like Trey Young, and then it leaves other players open. Well, they're, they're running Trey Young off the three-point line, right? So they're pick-and-roll coverage on Trey Young as they're going to trail him and mm-hmm. get him so he can't shoot the three and force him into the mid-range. And then they did that fairly well as Trey Young was one for six, and I don't think he took the threes until later. Right. But the problem was that Trey Young assisted on eight three-point made field goals tonight. And you notice they kept running the same play over and over and over again. It was awfully tough to defend. Hmm. Well, I'd say give the Hawks some credit. They, they've got, you know, I heard you guys talking on the broadcast uh, last night against the Knicks talking about how they really don't have pieces. You know, they've got a couple of players that maybe are okay, but they're not what you would call pieces. This Hawks team, they've got some pieces. There, there are some players with some real potential. Multiple players. With yeah. Real, like, I, like, they've got one, two, three, four, five. Six guys I would like to have on my team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they, they, The Knicks have none. They got four of the five I think you can start this franchise with. I'm not that Deadman is, is a bad player. I think he's a, pr- a very good player, especially because he's stretching. I mean, I would probably like up. to have Deadman and Len as my backup center. Yeah. And I counted those as two of my six, and but, so I wouldn't want you know, them on the same Collins roster. and Prince and, and Young and Huter. Huter. You know, yeah, those are players. That's, 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 those are some players. Yeah. Those are some players. It's Herter, it's Herter by the way. And, Herter, and David, Herter. correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, around draft time, there was a lot of buzz that the Jazz really liked Herter, right? Well, yeah, I think Sports Illustrated and somebody else had him in his mock draft, in the mock draft dropping to the Jazz, and so um, that was the case. It's interesting. He's really, you know, he actually reminds me a little bit of, but he's a better, he's a much better shooter at this stage, but body-wise, he reminds me a lot of Gordon. Because mm. he, he's really skinny, if you see him. he looks He's a lot like Gordon was when Gordon came to us as a 6'9", skinny. And so when Hurt, the idea of Herter with that touch, being able to get a little stronger, a little bigger, and his ability to put it on the deck, he's, he's, he's going to be a player. Dangerous. He's a good player. Good po- yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, tough loss, no doubt, but but Britton and I talked about it at halftime. This this Atlanta team and the New York team we saw last night, I mean, the records might not be uh, all that different. Obviously, Atlanta up to 25 wins now, but that that team is, is leaps and bounds ahead of the Knicks. There's no doubt. Yeah, would have been nice if the Jazz would have had just the opposite play. Atlanta last first. night and New York tonight. Yep. You know, yeah. You're a tough opponent first. That way, uh, uh, you know, you know how that adds up. You know, sometimes guys make shots, right? Yeah. They're a professional I mean, team. They, the fact is they, they got off. The story to me is that they got off 43s. Yep. Yeah. Attempts. That, that's the thing the Jazz usually avoid is allowing someone to get the 43 attempts and those 43 attempts. And when they make 19, you're, you're not going to win very often. Nope. Tell you what, every once in a while when you get losses like this, when you, you know, you're getting closer to the playoffs or closer even for college teams, closer to the tournament, these can become beneficial. When you find a number like you just said, David, and you figure it out, you, you, you plug that hole by the time you get to the playoffs. Something to harp on. It's also worth, you know, if you're favored to, if you're favored to win at a 70% rate, you only win 7 of 10. Yeah. Right? You don't – I know we've all been talking about it. We have to go 10 and 1 or 11 and, you know, whatever to go to the home court. Like, that, that's, that was true. That is true. You, you don't do that very often. Like – the fact that, you know, we've played a bunch of teams and we're favored, 
But if you're favored, you're favored like with a 60%, 70% win probability, 80% win probability. That means you win 6 of 10, 7 of 10, of 8 of 10 of those games. It doesn't mean you win 100% of those games. So tonight, the best of the four teams were playing on this road trip had the good shooting night, and that's why your only prop win probability is 60% because they can shoot well, and they did on that night. I have a lot of friends, David, that you need to talk to about gambling. <laughs> you need help? You need someone to help you out. Oh, I wasn't talking about myself, maybe. Uh, no, no he just knows about... he knows numbers and odds real well. The probabilities. <laughs> probabilities, yeah. That's why I don't gamble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> my, my, not, my probabilities are really simple on that one. True. I have never seen them tearing down a building in Vegas. No, nope. That's a good point. Yep. They, they're, they're always there for building a reason. bigger and nicer ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the house always wins, boys. Lesson, yep. uh, words to live by. All right, guys, we'll uh, travel safe. We'll uh, talk to you on uh, Saturday from Chicago. Okay, sounds good. There you go. That's David Locke, Ron Boone. Another terrific call by them tonight. The Hawks beat the Jazz. A thrilling game, but the Jazz came up short 117-114. to We're breaking it down starting next right here on the Zone Sports Network. 